0: Uh, today, I'm very happy to say that I'm with Linda Hollenbach. Uh, Linda J. Hollenback is a, co- a college career strategist and founder of Hollenback Consulting LLC. She partners with families to guide teens from high school to a successful career. Linda's approach empowers young people With the clarity and confidence to tell their story effectively during the college job search and college and job search. With more than a decade of higher education administration experience, including at her alma mater, University of Pennsylvania, Linda is committed to reducing stress around the college admissions and supporting teens to and through college. Since 2015, Linda has worked with teens and young adults from around the globe to successfully gain acceptance and scholarships to top tier universities, including Harvard, Washington University in St. Louis, University of California, Berkeley, University of Michigan, and NYU. Linda holds a bachelor's degree from Boston University and a master's in higher education management from the University of Pennsylvania, Welcome, Linda, to the Just Wanted to Ask podcast. Thank you, Ann. I'm excited to be here.
1: I'm so uh, excited for you with the podcast. I really enjoyed listening. I just was listening to many of the episodes and I'm, I'm excited to see what's
0: to come. Thank you so much. Okay, so how did you get into this type of counseling? So for me, I, I've
1: always been an educator. I taught high school Latin for a little while, and then, as you shared in my bio, I worked in universities for more than a decade. And what I was seeing in in my work at the universities was more and more stress in our teens and our young people, um, and and more of an insecurity or, or or lack of of taking the time to really understand what they wanted and what what they needed in a college. And so it was after having some heartbreaking moments of, of tears in my my office in, you know, of the students and that I, I said, you know, I think we can do better. I think I can do more than what it was allowed in my role at the university with the, you know, 15 minutes in and out. Um, and so after taking some time for myself to really think about where I thought my st- skills and strengths and skill set were, to, to make a difference, um, that's where Back Consulting was born. It was wanting to help, you know, ask the question, what impact do you want to have on the world? And what are your skills and talents and strengths? And what do you need in terms of supporting yourself, in whether it be in your community, in your um, college, in your work environment, to be successful, to be your best, to be able to make that impact? And that's the heart of what my, my business is all about.
0: Oh, wonderful. I wish I had known you back when I was trying to get into college. Um, I wish I had a Linda, too. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So on your website, you mentioned that at one time uh, you reviewed resumes for admittance to Wharton. What were some of the challenges? Well, what were some of the things that you saw on those resumes that stood out to you? Because Wharton is... Uh, pretty difficult also, well, I guess I should
1: clarify. So with the Wharton resumes, they were already accepted students. I'm part of um, each year. They, the Wharton students in the MBA program do a resume review to prepare for um, the, the recruiting process for, for the job process that they go through an internship process that they go through during their MBA program. So I mean, reviewing their, I mean, first of all, they're very impressive candidates already, given that they've been accepted to the Wharton MBA program. And then um, what I saw within the the Wharton MBA program is that they, you know, sometimes they were career changers from you know, different parts of business or coming in from the military. Um, and, and other times they were looking to kind of refine their skills and create leadership opportunities for themselves within the industry that they've already shown strength in. Um, I'd say one of the great tips, one of the things that I, whether they be the Wharton MBAs, you know, in my past reviewing resumes for senior VPs or even when I'm working with a high school or college student, I think one of the tips that um, when you're writing your resume that, that a lot of people don't realize is that they have to go beyond the what. It's not just about what you did, but it's why what you did was important. How, how you approached a problem and what value or result comes from the work that you did. And so that's, that was kind of what I was as a, a resume reviewer helping them to make sure that they were going beyond what they did to really bring out the why and, and the value and the result of the work. Because that's what any, whether it be the college admissions or whether it be a hiring manager, that's what they're going to be looking for. It's not so much what you've done for somebody else, but it's how you made a difference for your team, your company, or your client. That really um, is what impresses them and makes them want you on their team.
0: Sure. And that leads to some of the tough questions that you have to ask. Mm -hmm. So what are the toughest questions that um a teenager trying to get into college what are the questions that you would ask to help them clarify their purpose and goals sure well so as i said i always start with the big question which is
1: a tough question and i say to them i don't expect necessarily that you'll have an answer but what impact do you want to have on the world? And I think this is an important question for all of us to take the time, regardless of your age, to stop and think about. Um, if you've never been asked, of course you don't have an answer, but it's in the asking that you start to think about it. And so you start to think about, um, you know, fast forward for them. I you know, I talk about fast forward in your life, 50, 60, 70 years, and you want to look back and what would you feel good to have Left a mark, big or small, but have left your mark and made the world just slightly better um, through your through your being here. Where do you think your strengths and your talents are? You know, one of the ways for teens sometimes that's really hard for them to. I don't know what I'm good at, but they oftentimes don't realize that they they do know what they're good at. In I ask them to think about what do their friends come to them for when they're in teams or when they're in, I have a group project. What is that rule that they find themselves stepping into? You know, are they the person that helps to get everybody organized and and is the leader and take charge? Are they the person that likes to sit back and listen to all the different ideas and then likes to interject when they have um, when they kind of see some patterns or commonalities between them? You know, is it that your friends are always coming to you for for help on your on their math homework, um, where it shows that you have a strength and you seem to understand and quickly grasp and are good at explaining math concepts. So we use questions like that to help them to start to see and also get start to become more aware of where their strengths are and where their opportunities are. And then from there, you know, asking them what they're curious about, you know, what are the the fields or or areas of of academic interest or Um, industries that that they have some curiosity about and then how can we how can we support them in pursuing that curiosity and it's okay that they have a lot of different ideas initially but it's in taking one step towards looking at one deciding do I want to learn more or eh, that's okay and I want to move to the next that's what makes the career exploration possible right
0: when Teens come to you. Do they already know where they want to go in terms of college? Or is this before that? I've worked with both. So sometimes
1: the families come to me and they've, you know, they've either been through the process before with an older sibling, or they are a little more familiar and they've already started looking at colleges. And so they have a list of some schools that they're interested in. Um, Other families come to me and we're starting in, you know, the end of freshman, beginning of sophomore year. So at that point, they haven't really done much in the way of identifying the colleges. And so it's more, we get time to, to build and explore together. Um, I really believe in, you know, it's not just about, oh, I want to be a biology major. So what are the top ranked schools for biology? Because top rank for biology based on some random person's list doesn't necessarily mean it's the best or right fit for, and the number one for your teen. And so getting them to think broader about what what it is they're looking for in a college, uh, what it is they, they need from a community um, you know looking at environmental factors you know is it rural or or is it more urban? If they're coming from a rural environment, are they comfortable making that leap to urban or do they maybe need more something suburban college town? Um, if they're coming from a large high school, are they comfortable with a, a tiny college or vice versa? You know, so that big or small in terms of the class size, the community size, looking at the location and then digging deep into even with programmatically. So just because it's number one in biology, maybe the professor's specialty is in another, a certain realm of biology that isn't really aligned to what you had in mind for you. So you want to find the faculty who are doing research in the area that best suits, you know, your team's needs. And so kind of making sure that we're looking both strategically and holistically at, at the application process, we can kind of I meet them wherever they are, wherever they are in that college search process to to set up their list.
0: Yeah, that's so important. I know when I was um, deciding to go to college, I got in, and a week after I was at the school, I changed the program that I was in. I looked around and said, "Wait a minute, I don't. This is not good for me." So I changed, but I was lucky that the college offered an opportunity that I could fall into. So that was really amazing. But that's so important to have some insight in possible directions, especially now, because there are so many options. Yeah, I mean, and, and I think, you know, when we
1: went to school, it was you'll figure it out when you get to college. But college has become so expensive that if you're, you know, if you or your teen spends, you know, a year or two floundering around and unsure and, switching major here and there and, and back, I mean, some, there, there is room and there is flexibility. They can change majors. That's so still a possibility. But if there's too much of that, if, there's, if they really don't go in having at least some clarity around what it is they want, where they see their strengths, then, you know, it potentially can be another seventy or $150,000 if you're talking an extra year or two years of college. I mean, for most families, you know, the the first four years is already a stretch. Adding on another year or two, I mean, really makes college, you know, unaffordable, or, or really puts puts the family or the teen in in a lot of financial hardship. And so, you know, I believe in helping your teen to be a little bit thoughtful, do a little bit of that legwork in high school. It not only makes them more confident, makes them a better candidate for the colleges because they're more clearly able to articulate what it is that they're excited about, what it is they want to study, and why the college is a match to them, but also it allows them to hit the ground running. They already know, you know, what professors that are doing the work that aligns with them. You know, they've they have an idea of what clubs and activities to help them feel connected to the campus, which allows for, you know, greater chance of, of retention and, and success through the, through the college experience. So I think it's really important to, to start the process a little bit younger. Um, and it doesn't mean we have to, to pigeonhole them. We want them to be flexible. I mean, if we didn't learn anything else from the last, you know, nearly three years, it's that We have to be flexible. The world can change on a dime. You don't know what what can come. Industries are changing rapidly with technology. So it's not that we want to get them so fixated on one particular company or job, because who knows what's going to, you know, what's going to come next. And we want them to help determine what comes next. But we want them to really think seriously about themselves and, again, what impact they want to have on the world what they feel their strengths and their gifts are and their talents are. So that way they can, you know, as they're making decisions, is does this align with that vision that I have for myself? Does this align with the impact that I want to have? And use that and they can still be flexible within it. So as, you know, talking to all of your listeners, whether they have teens or, or whether they don't have children, but they, you know, have teens in their community or in their family that they they support and connect with, You know, how can you ask questions and be curious with your team? How can you say to them, what, you know, what are you curious about? Is there anyone I can introduce you to? Helping them to understand and explore fields through just helping build their confidence in conversations with adults and with professionals, maybe offering an opportunity for them to come in and shadow or explore. And so helping our young people, I think, is is really so key. To helping them feel more confident, helping them to to really make the most of the opportunities, but also helping to bring down some of the stress and, and anxiety that they're feeling around the future. You know, they're they're young, and so they feel like if they make one wrong decision, it's it's the end, and oh, I'm stuck. You know, I don't I don't want to make a decision and be stuck in that jump forever. It's not the current workforce, and so how can we help them to understand that and help them explore so that they know that we're, they're supported in their journey of exploration, and as they take one step and then the next.
0: What a wonderful foundation. Um, That's amazing. And it it certainly opens a lot of doors. So I know that uh, one of the processes is essay writing, Mm -hmm. and you've just discussed preparation and what goals are what other types of things do these teens need to include in their essay that will be important in the acceptance process? So with the essay, there's, there's not, um, you know, I'll, I'll
1: get asked like, are there you know, magic topics, <laughs> you know, that are the winning topics it's, it, you know, at this point, these admissions officers, they're reading thousands. They've, they've, Seen it all, they've heard it all. Um, It's not about, it doesn't matter whether they write about their first car, you know, chocolate milk or their summer camp experience. It's not about the topic so much as about what the reader learns about them. And so, again, it goes back to helping your teen to be thoughtful, to take a little bit of time, to be a little bit reflective and a little bit vulnerable, to share a little bit about themselves to the reader. The reader, the admissions readers, they're looking to create a diverse class and and diverse in every way in terms of uh, academic interests of the clubs. I mean, they can't have an entire freshman class that wanna be computer science majors, just like they can't have an entire freshman class that wants to be on the basketball team. And so they want a a diversity of students of all backgrounds, interests. They wanna be able to brag that they have students from every state. So it's really in the student expressing who they are you know what their their values interests goals are how they are as a as a human being who they are as a scholar who they are as a community member how are they going to contribute and bring in into the life of the community of the campus for the colleges, yes, they're trying to bring you in for the four years, but really the, from the college side, and this is what I often share with my, my families is, you know, one of the roles that I had when I was working at the university, I was director of alumni relations. So part of my role is even though I was alumni relations, so you know, most people think of that as after you graduate, I was attending orientation and new student events to welcome them into the community because as far as I was concerned, They were joining our family, not just for the four years, but for life. And so the colleges are thinking that way because the alumni are the people that are going to support the university, whether it be through donations or through their time or hiring, you know, recent grads or hiring interns. So they want people that connect to their community, share their values, are going to support the community, not just as a student, but as building that through life and, and really being being somebody that's going to help bring life and opportunities to the, the campus community from now, now into the future. And so that's what they're kind of looking for are the people that the students that really can articulate why they see, you know, it's not just, oh, you're a top ranked school. Oh, you've got professors in the field. They wanna hear a little bit more about how you see yourself on that campus. and and how you see yourself contributing to the community now and and down the road.
0: Sure, so it's it's long-term thinking. And in the past, we heard about old boy networks in the Ivies, but certainly that runs true across the board when it comes to colleges. The students who they meet when they get to that school are going to be part of their community, ultimately. Mm -hmm. And that will make a difference going forward when they're in searching for jobs and other activities in their lives, because those are important connections. Absolutely. I mean,
1: that's one of the big things that I talk about with my students. You know, for me, yes, getting them into into a college is, is part of why families reach out to me. But for me, the ideal is that they realize that the getting into college was just one small part of a bigger building their team, their young person, your young adult um, professionalism. So I, I work with the high school students, but I also work with the college students and recent, recent graduates in helping in their, their journey, their career journey, because I see it all as being different parts of that whole. And it's in building those relationships, building the network, understanding what networking is. A lot of people have fear, even adults have fear around the word networking. And it feels, you know, some people kind of feel like, ooh, networking is icky and you're pushing your business card on, Uh, you know, but that's, for me, that's not what networking is. Networking is about the relationships we build and relationships should be reciprocal. And so starting to build that in our young people, helping them to understand that, you know, what I always say to them is you are the CEO of your success, but no CEO of any business is building that business and is succeeding in that business alone. You know, whether it be administrative assistants, you know, that are helping support some of the the day-to-day operations or helping to field the, the things for the CEO, whether it be the board of directors and advisors, right? Whether it be the suppliers and vendors. I mean, these are all of, no matter what your industry, we're all interconnected and we all support each other in different ways. And so helping t- teams to realize that it is not a sign of, sh- of weakness to ask for help, but a sign of strength and to help them to build relationships that foster that growth and that connection um, throughout throughout there, but in high school, in college and beyond with whether it be their classmates who may be down the road, maybe a hiring manager, whether it be with their professors, whether it be reaching out to the alumni association, right? Reaching out to local professionals, as we talked about before, helping them do those informational interviews. And so again, as as adults, it is our responsibility. We don't often talk about that part of it with our children, with our teens, and I think we need to do a better job. Um, you know, we we have here in the U.S. a very a culture of of you know tying on in the bootstraps and you know if you work hard you'll 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 accomplish it you'll achieve it you'll you know you'll hit wealth and success and but the truth is is that again very few people are truly doing it 100% alone and that really we're all better served and we uh, you know we're all just better from from the people that we connect with, um, you know, and we, we share a, a professional network that's all about that. It's about those relationships and building the know, like, and trust. So that way we support each other it's, and we don't have to thrust our business card, uh, you know, at each other because we're building strong relationships first. And that's, I think, so important for us to teach our teens and our young people.
0: It's important for everyone. And speaking of our connection, um, we were sitting with a lady who had mentioned to you that she was so appreciative that you met with her team and you were able to ask questions that were important going forward because he wasn't thinking about necessarily going to a traditional college that he might take a different path. And she was so appreciative of the questions that you asked because it helps clarify for him maybe some of what his goals were.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, college, I, you know, I'm a proponent of college, but I'm also, I, I sh- I'll admit my bias. I came from parents who hadn't done the traditional college thing, but saw college and, and education as an opportunity for, for growth and social mobility and success. Um, You know, my dad had went into the army initially after his high school experience, but then later went back. And so I watched him, you know, even in my middle school him he pursued through his, his work, they had an opportunity for a master's and he pursued that and so I was inspired by that and, and grounded in that foundation of education and then put my career in education. So I see value in a college in terms of exactly what we were just talking about, not only the opportunities um, for, for learning, but also the opportunities for the relationships that you build. But I know that that's not for everybody and it's not for every team and it might not be for every team right now. You know, it may be something that's similar to my father, wanted some time before you know, to to figure himself out before he knew what he wanted to study. And so I think it's important that we remind, I mean, there are a lot of fabulous careers and professions out there that don't need a college degree or only need maybe the two-year degree. And so making sure that we're open and that even as a, a coach that I stay open to hearing the teen listening to where their concerns and where their strengths are and and making sure that we find the right fit for them and, and create opportunities for them to see and feel that that is valued and respected because we need the trades people like where would we be without, you know, and I, I said I come from a, a, a family. I've got a lot of blue collar, you know, trades people in my you know masons and carpenters and in my in my own family. And, you know, I value their their knowledge and their talents. And, and I think that they are really important because again, where would we be if we didn't have someone who was building our homes or maintaining them and, and our, our vehicles. So, so I think opening, you know, being open and, and helping them to explore all possibilities um, is is really important and, and making sure that they feel seen and heard and valued.
0: Sounds great. So you do offer a program um, called College Planning 101, uh, What Every Parent Needs to Know. Uh, Tell us more about that.
1: Yeah, so I hold a session um, basically monthly. Um, The dates are on my website, hollandbackconsulting.com. and it is a free webinar, it's an hour long, where I walk through the, the core components of what colleges are looking for. So if your teen is, is college bound, we'll walk through what they can be doing in 9th, 10th, 11th, and 12th to prepare for the college planning process kind of some of the things we talked about today in terms of these great questions to ask your teen and how to support support your teen. And then also I, I, do, uh, I always make sure I leave time for question and answer for any specific questions that parents have about their teen and their school and the opportunities in their area. So um, it's a great session just to, to get an overview and, and get a ro- little bit of a roadmap for success in, in high school. Great for middle school parents and early high school parents.
0: And what are some of the other webinars and programs that you offer? Yeah, I hold different college and career topic workshops throughout the year.
1: So I do things on essay writing, say for during the summer, um, For the the rising seniors, I hold resume uh, writing workshops occasionally, I do uh, sessions on networking sessions on um, cover letters so just a variety of college and career topics to help help serve, you know teens young adults people in transition. I also have a blog on my website. So again, hollandbackconsulting.com slash blog with tons of, of material and tips on college and career planning and, and career advancement. Um, so it's a great, great resource. Or you can check me out on social media and posting on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn and Twitter as well.
0: That information will also be in our show notes. People can go back and look for the, the links there as well. Um, It has been absolutely amazing speaking with you. I just regret that I'm at a point in my life where I can't go back um, because certainly meeting you when I was a lot younger would have been very helpful, not only for college, but also thinking about what my potential was and my goals. Um, I think even as adults, sometimes we forget what our goals are, and we also overlook um, our skills in a way that would be helpful. Uh, so I just wish I had been was I wish I was able to be a fly on the wall to hear about some of the amazing things that the teens that you meet with might possibly do in the future. So I thank you so very much. Again, all of your information will be in the show notes and your website address is hollenbackconsulting.com.
1: Thank you so much, Anne. This was a ton of fun and I wish everyone out there uh, success in, in their lives and in their careers and that they're making their, their impact. They're thinking about what impact they're going to have on the world to make that world just a little bit better for all of us. Thank
0: you. Thanks for joining us. Please follow us, submit a rating and review, and share us with your friends. This helps our message reach more listeners. For more information about my products, visit JustWantedToAsk.com. Thank you.